0: i spoken to one of the cruise line's leadership this morning. And, you know,
1: I must tell you, the way in which people in St. Vincent and the Grenadines and in ordinary people in Grenada and in Dominica, St. Lucia and Antigua have responded to put people in their homes, strangers, bring tears to my eyes. I love this Caribbean. So, welcome to another episode of the Checkmate Podcast, political podcast by Tenementia and Media. Um, This is just a lot (laughs) at the moment, um, with uh, La Saffaire erupting in St. Vincent and the Grenadines. The audio you're going to hear was a very, very quick interview where we interviewed Dr. Richard Robertson. He is the leading vocal. The leading studier of volcanoes, um, at the UA, um, Seismic Research Center. He's the director of the, of that institution. And, um, he's underground in St. Vincent, um, and the Grenadines, um, monitoring the volcano. So don't rush it too bad about the audio because we're really, really even grateful that he blessed us from his, you know, schedule to answer a few questions that, um, persons had about the volcanoes. Um we are a Jamaican established organization. Um so I will try our very best to cover um stuff from the region. And we have a good relationship with u s r c and I'm going to say that's the only reason why they even grant us this interview because of a good relationship with them um If you want a background information like a background background information of the beginning stages of the volcanic activities in Saint Vincent and Grenadines from this year um well, which really started on the couple last days of twenty twenty you can go back to our first episode of season three. Right, so first of all, interview where we interview Dr. Richard Robinson. There, you can get a whole background story of who he is and what it is. But as of now, um, yeah, also bear in mind that this interview was done on April 9th, um, 2021, that's a Friday. So between Friday and the day that this interview drop, and I think it's going to be the next day, which is Saturday, April tenth, there have been a lot of changes that will happen. Maybe we're going to see at the time of this recording there was only one um explosion. Maybe we'll see two, three, four um explosion between that between no and Saturday. Um and that's just going off my very limited knowledge of volcanoes. <clears throat> so yeah, I hope you guys learned something, and um, this is the interview. Um, and a very quick, impromptu um, interview with Dr. Richard Robertson. Um, we spoke to him in our very first episode of season three about the dome that was happening um, in St. Vincent and Grenadines. So if you want a background story on that, you can just go ahead to the first episode, and yeah, you'll get a whole thing. But Dr. Robertson, Vol- ah. Volcanic eruption. Um, this morning, April 9th. Um, last time I talked to you was early February, and Indeed. um, yeah, at that time we were getting fumes. We were getting a dome. Let, let, yeah, August 9th, Friday morning. Just what's happening? What? Because there's a lot of news, a lot of stories. What? Right. Tell us what's happening.
0: Right. So, so I think since we last spoke, we were saying that there was a dome that was growing, right? So it had what they call an effusive eruption, where material is just coming out and building up. And bigger and bigger. And over the since that time, it actually grew quite big. So it was it was as long as nine hundred a little over nine hundred meters um, in length, and it was over hundred meters in height, and the width was about two hundred and fifty meters. So it got quite quite big. But then about two days ago, it got into a period of um, activity that was slightly different, and since then, it's accelerated such that this morning we had an explosive eruption. So rather than building a dome. You then had material forcefully being ejected by the volcano, breaking up the rocks that was above it, and pushing a plume of ash and steam and gas high up into the atmosphere. It went up, from our reports, up to about 29,000 feet. Um, And then it spread on both directions, east and west, and then has now been producing ash fall in some parts of Simons, in northern parts. And then it's heading towards places like Barbados and, and the other side on the other side of the island um towards the east Saint inclusion places like that uh, probably the ocean mainly so it has now moved from an effusive dome building eruption to an explosive eruption
1: mm-hmm. all right got you got you got you all right understand apart part. all right next thing i wanted to ask um um i personally watch um dr Gonzalez's um interview this morning in his press briefing right. and honestly he's going through a lot there's an economic crisis a yep. health crisis with the pandemic i know this um how is the ash? Because I know asphalt will cause a whole lot of issues regarding um, sight, regarding as um, persons who have asthma. Um, yeah. There's also um, similarities to the 1979 where ash fell on persons roof and after a while, roof collapse and stuff. So what? What? Are, what? how serious can the ash get? And what are some of the safety measures that persons are supposed to take at the moment?
0: Right. I mean, for, fortunately... The evacuation of the data moved people out of the direct harm's way in terms of things like Achillea. But even where they are now and quite a bit of vincent you could potentially be affected by ash. You're correct. Um, fortunately, most of the ash is going to be on the northern part of Simonson. Um So the areas where, where the volcano is itself and a little bit south of that. And then a lot of it is simply going to go off- offshore. But even those areas there is going to yes, as you said, in places where which have been evacuated, for example, houses, people not living there, but the houses are going to get a lot of ash in it. And if you have a lot of ash fall, yes, it could cause the roofs to collapse. It could cause damage to the roofs. It would certainly cause damage to the crops, so all the agriculture and things like that, which is the areas in the northern parts of the city are primary cultural areas. All those plants, all those all those plants are going to be going to be killed and die, and and therefore next year it's going to be a, a hard year certainly in terms of agriculture. And, and other things. Um, but to the salt, fortunately, the, a lot of the ash is not going to come to the salt. But yes, when it does, it's going to cause problems to people with asthma people who have respiratory problems, potentially, who have you know, compromised um, respiratory system and things like that. It could be a problem. But one of the problems that is going to be in a big way is probably in terms of the water supply and, and getting into the water and getting rid of it and things like that. So. I think they, they, they have been looking at this for a long time in St. Vincent and they've been preparing for the possibility of things like that. So um, I think the water authority and the, the um, power companies and people like that have looked at trying to minimize the impact of, of the ash on these things. And I'm sure the health officials have, have looked at what could happen. And So they, they have in place to be ready for those things. But yes, it's going to have a negative impact. The, the ash is going to be. Affecting not only Saint Vincent, van, but but wider field other islands. Um, is going to spread and, and affect them once the eruption continues explosive.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. So one of the other issues I was thinking about is that a lot of countries um in the Eastern Caribbean yeah. are receiving their vaccinations um yeah. from other areas, right? So uh, is is the is the ash that bad? Where it can you predict that? No, is it that or going to be that bad? Where it's going to affect traveling of and um. Yeah, outside of the Saint, mm. outside of Saint Vincent, well, yeah. But other airports?
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I I think what the what the aviation authorities will do, and I, I believe what they're doing already, is just simply avoiding the airspace that the ash might be in. And and the ash is such that there are systems in place globally to track the ash, um, and because it it has a potential impact on aviation, so there is a lot of systems in place to know exactly where the ash is, and therefore what the aviation authorities would do. It would affect them, yes, but it means it might mean that you take a longer time to get to where you're going, or it might mean that some flights get delayed and canceled and things like that. But I suspect they already put in systems in place to avoid the ash and still maintain some sort of operability. So, so yes, it would affect certain things, but I, I don't see it being such that it's insurmountable. So, so certain things will still go on. Um, so things like what you mentioned, the vaccinations and other things, I, I you know. May delay things slightly, but it should still happen, and I'm sure they're putting systems in place to cater for the, the delays that might happen.
1: All right. Um. Another thing yeah. I want to ask. Um. So I'm ignorant as best as it comes to the volcano. I don't know my <laughs> yeah. issue. And you know the movies are gonna see like a whole lot of blowing up and yeah. puff poof, 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 and are yeah. is are we going to expect that from a stratovolcano such as that? Yeah.
0: yeah well, well, what you described is exactly what's happening now. The, the poof, the puff and puff going on. now, Yeah. Well, right. So, so, the things that you just described, yes. Once you get to explosive eruption, what it means is that every now and then it's going um, to be having these big explosions or, or different size explosions that would push material up in the air. So, you can then get these columns of ash going up in the air and spreading. And in between that, you'll have periods where it's just venting, venting steam. So, right now, even though as I speak to you, the explosions that happen, happened earlier on today, if you look at if you're able to see the volcano today, you'll probably see that it has a rising steam plume above it that is constantly jetting. Because, because what has happened this morning is that it's essentially streamed out a a space, a hole where fresh magma can come out fairly easily. And once it builds up sufficient sufficiently and has sufficient pressure, it's gonna have another explosion again. And and that is the kind of thing that has continued. So, yes, as as you have seen in movies, perhaps when you have an explosive eruption, that's what's going on. It's not it's not a nice thing to don't be happening now, unfortunately, as you mentioned earlier on. It's one of the worst times to have a. That you got, that you
1: got, you, I, you. I It's happening, you know,
0: but it's happening. I'm sure some of to will have to deal with it.
1: All right. Um, another yeah. thing is that the um, last 1979 eruption, which we talked about yeah. um, in our last interview with you, that lasts around 13, 14 days, I think, April 13 to April 26. Yeah. How, can you give an estimate of how? I think that's one of the questions that a lot of persons <clears throat> ask us to ask you if you have an estimated time of how long this eruption will continue.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's difficult to tell for certain. We have to see how things play out. But I'd be surprised if, it's, given what we've seen so far, it's it's probably something comparable, um, uh, you know, to that, you know, a couple of weeks, um, probably um, you know a little bit longer than that or, or less than that. But we we think it's it's that kind of comparable time scale, um, like in '79, probably. Uh, that's a best guess I'll say. Otherwise, it really depends on what happens in the next couple. of Hours next couple of days and how it plays out and what 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 see. you can never really tell once volcanoes start going exactly how they would play themselves out um, despite the fact that we know Sufre operates in a certain way it could it could change slightly on this occasion and do something bigger or less than it's done in the past. Mm-hmm.
1: And um, the question is, But it's like there's such a lot happening right now. Um, but. The earthquakes that are very common with volcanoes, the magma move um towards the surface of the earth, and that happens. Um, I know the two point oh that happened, the tremor that happened yesterday, which was when yeah. everybody started being alert. Um, but um, has there been any more earthquakes that are going to be felt throughout the region? Um, just give me a little overview of the earthquakes.
0: Yeah, well, I mean the earthquakes that you felt throughout the region is definitely earthquakes related to. Earth. Um, volcanic activity and magma, um, the earthquakes that you felt throughout the region are, are tectonic earthquakes that are probably a, of a large, a large amount of energy and therefore um, big in scale and you're likely to feel them more. The ones that are volcanic like what's happening there, you, you're likely to probably feel them if you're on the mountain or if you're close to the volcano, but you're probably not going to feel them. The rest of the not even further feel. So we are having earthquakes, but essentially and the earthquakes that we're having are smaller in magnitude than the ones that you refer to, which are felt widely. So, when a volcano is erupting, you actually have hundreds of earthquakes. So, so since it started, we've had so many earthquakes that we can't keep up with the, with the count. We have an automatic count that tells us how much it is. We, 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 it's so many that you can't process all of them. And that's what happens once an eruption starts. You have a lot of earthquakes because the earthquakes are really the magma moving. Once you start the movement, the, the, the movement just just generates a lot of these. but. They're usually small in size and, and so people shouldn't be feeling them further than you know cement it's itself at the most, and probably no further than the volcano itself.
1: All right. Got you, got you, got you. Um, understand that you're a busy, man. Just want yeah. five more minutes. You're just gonna right. use a just simple 15 minutes because I understand that you're busy. Um, but is there anything outside of the ash and um the air itself, um, being polluted, and the water and stuff that persons are also supposed to be aware of this volcano, especially those on the yeah. south of the south of the island.
0: Well, no, I mean it, the main thing is the ash. I mean, it, you have to avoid people thinking that it's safe enough for them to come for them to come. Not because, as you say, it's a something they see in the movies, is spectacular, and people might want to come and see if. Well, I want to see when one when these explosions happen. We would advise that they you know stay stay safely to the south and not move anywhere to the north to, to sightsee and things like that. Once you do that, then the main thing that you have to deal with is the ash. Um, nothing else is going to come your way that's harmful for you. So you need to prepare for possibly having some light ash fall, probably sometimes when it's heavier, um, and it's happening over a period of time. So you know, protect your water supply. Make sure you have dust masks to protect you, yourself if you get caught in ash fall, that kind of thing. Um, prepare and be ready. Once you do that, you, you should be okay.
1: All right then, understand. And um I know majority of the team working on the ground is coming from T- TP. So I just want to know, um, how what, what No, about the volcano is active? Um, what is what, what are the work you guys doing right now, like on the ground? And how are you guys keeping safe? Right. That's always a concern of mine. Yeah,
0: I mean the, the team is coming from the side which B, center base in Trinidad, but some of the members of the team mm-hmm. extend to Members of staff who work in Montserrat. So, the team, some of this team, are come from Montserrat, um, as well as we have some local people. The, the, the work that we do um, right now, once it starts erupting, is really to um, observe, document, record, collect samples uh, of what is coming out of the volcano, and also to track the eruption. You know, look at the seismic, tr- seismic instruments, see what it's saying in terms of telling us what the volcano is doing, um, look at any kind of deformation of the ground, look at the gas output, basically keeping a close eye and, and is this ongoing eruption. Because what we're looking for is to track its ongoing development to see if it's changing somehow. Maybe it's getting bigger or smaller. Is it slowing down? Is it speeding up? Is it is it indicating that it could either be going to an end or escalating such that you have to advise the authorities to take further action in terms of moving people further south? Um, so that's the, that's the thing we do at at this present time, you know, one day has these things that they would have had to decide is whether to move people or not, that decision has been made and it's really now a matter of tracking it to, to decide finally, when it's safe enough, basically for people to go back and uh, into their homes, which, which I think, Mm -hmm. you know, nobody wants to stay in a shelter forever.
1: Yeah. And Mm -hmm. how do you have like, in your expert opinion, um, Right say the volcano stop well, it's soft in its eruption, all right yeah. softens activities like say next week, Thursday, when is the best time for persons to actually come back together the rest of their belongings or right. stuff of that nature
0: Well, it have to be a process eh i mean, it's, there's two things there're going to be periods when it's it's exploding and periods when it's not exploding. Um, I think we want to look at it more to see if there's a any particular pattern that we could see how long is it between explosions, for example. Um, in terms of whether or not people need what, would like to go back into collecting things that they didn't collect or not. Well, in terms of people returning, finally, I think we have to be convinced that the eruption has ended in terms of its ex- explosive phase, that that has ended. Once that mm-hmm. has ended, then you have to have an organization of cleanup because really the areas that have now been evacuated, which are on the volcano, they had a quite a bit of dumping of ash this morning on them. And over the next few weeks, they might have more so one of the things you have to do is is you have to clean up first. You can't just you know you can't just reoccupy So one so there have to be a process of a phase of re reentry into areas once once things the all clear is given. But even before then, um, there might be periods that you could go and do some stuff in the areas and come back. But that will depend on us determine how the patterns are going. All
1: right. So thank you so much. All right. So to that's your episode that's basically episode um to all the persons of USRC and the other organizations who are monitoring that earthquake um just stay safe um definitely stay safe um as dr richard Roberts said many of the team members are coming from monster some are flying down from trinidad out of USRC. i mean most of them were already on the ground but still um other persons from st vincent and Grenadines, dr richard robertson himself is from st vincent and Grenadines. so we just hope you guys be safe to all the volunteers because i know a lot of the shelters there are in need of volunteers just stay safe um yeah to the to the vinces in the north and the, in the the red and the amber region i'm sure majority of you have been evacuated um just hope you guys are being safe because it's still in a pandemic and um you know, as much as mental ease that you, can, you guys can get to just find it. Um, yeah. Uh, um, USRC sent over some information that we want to share before we go. And this is for persons in the south of St. Vincent and Grenadines. And also for persons in St. Lucia and Barbados. Because they're going to be affected by the ash more than any of the other islands surrounding St. Vincent and Grenadines. So they said, um, that's USRC. Um. Don't panic. Stay calm. Stay indoors. If outside, seek shelter. Use a mask, handkerchief, or a cloth over your nose and mouth. Do not wear contact lenses, as these will result in corneal abrasion. If there's ash in your if is if there's ash in water supply, let it settle and then use the clear water. If there's a lot of lot of ash in the water, do not use a washing machine. You understand. So that's that's some tidbits that they have. Um, we tell people that even from the get go. From the get-go, see reliable information because there's going to be a lot of information put out there especially on social media that's probably not accurate or not a hundred percent true, so definitely follow the social media pages of u a s r c If you go to our website, it's going to be linked there um so if you don't know it, it's going to be linked on our website and I need our notes um that's media dot so you can just yeah find the episode and then you will see all the links also. Um, NEMO, follow NEMO NEMO is in charge of the emergency um, preparation and emergency management of natural disasters, of just disasters in general in St. Vincent and the Grenadines. so definitely reach out to them if you are an individual or organization company that want to assist in any way possible um, definitely check social media there's numerous organizations who are having drive um, to collect blankets water, they definitely need water um because the ash is going to affect um the surface the sur. i think yeah the rivers that st vincent get their water supply from and definitely after a while percolation and like, i'm up with some of the ash and the ash is going to get in the green water which affect their water supply so definitely the water so if you can assist in you know monitoring <coughs> or just um donate donating definitely do that um if you don't know any works again check social media check social media, check social media. You can also email Nemo. If you go on their page, you will see emails and contact information for them. And you can set up something and ask them how you can assist off anywhere in your world. If you're outside of the Caribbean, they are call the St. Vincent and Grenadine's embassy or the consult and, yeah, see if there's any way possible that you can assist. But, again, to all the Vincys, I'm not going to have your roof time right now, but, we'll check, but you know, y'all are in the thoughts and in the thoughts um for the long haul same for the other islands surrounding saint vincent and the persons who will be affected so yeah um yeah and i think what's one of the things that is 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 even poetic about this is that in the midst of a volcanic eruption the sole person who is in charge of the regional response to it is a volcanologist that's dr keith rowley um, Prime Minister of Trinidad and Tobago but most importantly, he's chairman of CARICOM, he's currently sick but we wish him a, a quick recovery because no more than ever, you're definitely going to need a leader who have expertise in this to you know, guide the Caribbean through, but um, no, not even guide the Caribbean through, but just guide our regional response to it, to assist the persons in St. Vincent and Grenadines. so, um, yeah and Again, 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 just be safe, everybody, be safe, be safe, be safe, be safe, be safe, be safe as possible. So, yeah, that's where we are, and, um, yeah, thank you. I'm going to close out with Protégé. Yeah, i we'll close out with Protégé later. Always. Yeah. Right over
0: my look over here.
1: Oh. Yeah, uh-huh. Judge your best eye with the brightest light, and I shine upon you them blind God, we there a of the truth and right. There a of the truth and right. And until the day that my soul takes flight, Babylon will hear my voice. God, we there a of the truth and right.